started that shit. <laughs> what? What is he getting this shit from? <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. Where, dude, what? Damn, uh, you you were telling stories before y'all even joined up. You know, just me and him. We were telling stories. Is it still on? Going live in five, four, three, two, one, go. He ugly as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is MGG. This is Boy Cosmic. This is Deuce for the time being. Uh, yo, this is Jugger. What up? It's Gramps. Yo, and this is a decent podcast where we talk about anime, manga, and you know, whatever the fuck else we feel like talking about. It's a decent podcast. Run it. More money, more problems. More guns, more violence. I be the girl kiss. I feel like John got it. How about a Benz, baby? I feel like God like it. I feel like taking some drink right now and pouring it over my niggas. We ain't never turned down. No am a big dipper. How's it going? Um, welcome to Decent Podcast episode uh, 38. I think it's 38. Uh, podcast where we talk about manga, anime, and everything else. I'm Mr. Good Guy, a.k.a. MGG. And I'm here with my co-host, who will introduce himself starting right now. What up? It's Gramps. We out here. Let's do it. What's good? It's Deuce. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. All right, cool. All right. Uh, we're going to skip story time this week. Unless you got something, Deuce. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> y'all niggas, y'all niggas ain't never got shit, man. He never got a story. I don't think he's told one yet. He like uh, hopped off of your story one time. Hopefully, someone nothing ever happened in their li- in their lives. Nah, he got hella yeah. stories. That's some petty shit. You know, I'm the first person to ever tell a story. I feel like, huh? Uh, nah, nigga, it all started with me. Yeah, you that, crazy? That was definitely Graham's. <laughs> uh, wow. I mean, the, the tapes are live, dude. Right. <laughs> but, um... I didn't huh? I'm telling you. Stories come from me. We didn't call it story time, but... I started that shit. <laughs> what? What is he getting this shit from? <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. Where, the what? Damn, uh, you you were telling stories before y'all even joined up. You know, just me and him, we were telling stories. Oh, you're talking about like like life shit? Okay, I guess if you really want to count that. But that wasn't like a formal story. It's like he was going off on tangents about shit. I told you we talk about bitches and stuff all the time. So, I mean, but that wasn't necessarily story time. We was like theorizing about I mean, how yeah. bitches think. It was it called story time? But I didn't tell stories. Then you told stories. All right. Excuse me. Let's get into some uh, decent news. Um, what happened? Uh, I saw that um, Facebook was coming up with some mind reading technology, which I thought was pretty um, scary, actually. But I want to try it. But I feel like as soon as I like, uh, it just seems like one of those things is like once you try it, they already got way too much information on you. Like you can't just do it one time. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's dumb. I give I give the human race a hundred years, and then after that, it's a wrap for us. What do you mean? Like in a hundred years, you're going to have like computers gonna take over and shit. 
Oh. Um, I don't know about that, but I do feel like... Um, yeah, I don't agree with that. Yeah. I do feel like we're moving faster than I thought we would. Like a lot... Like you my know, reading seems like something you, that you was know. way in the future to me. And to think that we're that close to like doing that in a exactly. sense, it's kind of weird. I just in 100 years, we definitely... You're going to have like artificial intelligence in 100 years, for sure. Once well, we, we kind of already had that in a right. sense. No, I'm talking about actual like artificial intelligence, not some computer that like like you're talking about actual like artificial intelligence, like on movies type shit. Once you get that, it's a wrap. Because it's only a matter of time before they realize, oh shit, we smarter than these niggas. Yeah. Let's just take control. I mean, uh, did you see that uh, Bill Nye? He got a show on um, Netflix now. Yeah, I, I ain't seen it, but I seen it on my Netflix like feed. Yeah, so he didn't. He did an episode. That was talking about AI and apparently um, this one, these computer programmers in some foreign country, they took a bunch of Rembrandt paintings and they put it took into a bunch of what? Rembrandt. He's like an artist. They took a bunch of his paintings and put it into like a computer and basically made the computer recreate like one of his works. But like basically like he drew a Rembrandt painting about some guy that doesn't even exist. He did, he, he, do, he did a what? So it's like if you took a bunch of um, Picasso paintings and then you put it into a into a computer program and then you told the computer program, hey, make me a Picasso from scratch. He The computer basically learned how Rembrandt painted all of those pictures and made like a completely new work that was basically like supposed to be imitating him. Mm. So I mean like that... I mean, it's debatable if that's like artificial intelligence or not, because it's kind of like you're. I mean, learning, it's an extent, but my, but how I when I when I say artificial intelligence, like to the point where they can code themselves. They don't need a human to code. Like they can just code their own shit. They can do whatever they want. When they get to that yeah, point, like a, right. a learning, a learning kind of thing. It's like the ability yeah, to learn on the fly. Like we don't have AI that really like can do that well. Like you have to. um like if they're fucking yeah. up, you have to go change it a little bit, but not one that can be like, "Oh, I'm doing this wrong. Let me correct it next time," and so on and so forth. Like I said, if the computer can like code themselves, you know, we all gonna die, boy. We all gonna die. I don't think they computers don't have us, desires. We gonna die. This gonna be a target. I'll be, I'll be dead right there, don't get no problem. I don't. I mean, I don't see that either. I don't really see the computers taking over the world, to be honest. That is so. Unless only way, I mean, you probably going only way prevent it would be like combine computers before that. Like they become half computers, half human. That's the only way. If we do what synthesis, it's all about synthesis. If we, yeah, only way would be to combine. But if, if we don't, like, I mean, that'd be bad. This is no way to stop it. If a computer can can independently think for himself, what's to stop him from the uh, but that's assuming that you, know, just, you can't you not they're not gonna program computers to have their own desires yeah that would be like that's assuming that a computer Yo, that's, like, my, that's, that's my point that's my point right now we don't but they're going to get to the point where they have their own desires that's that's the right point why, why would they, they desire to kill us we would have to create that though that's the thing you don't think people will create it they will create that that's like that's that's what um Humans do. They try to um, 
create new shit. They're going to they get to that point. You saying we're going to And I mean, I'm not saying all, all computers are going to be like that. Just, just like all humans aren't evil. There's going to be, there could be one fucking computer who desires, you, you know what? I'm, I'm smarter than these motherfuckers. You hit with those computers. You saying somebody's going to try to play God and try to create life. That's what you're trying to say? People try to create life right now. What, what, do, you, what do you think? That's the thing. Inorganic life. You said what? Inorganic life. People are trying to create inorganic life. Why do you think? What do you think people are trying to do with all this artificial intelligence? They want people want to get to the point where it's um, independent of of humans. They try to create life in general. I mean, they try to create new shit. They try to in, in, innovate new shit, and that's what, that's what's gonna happen. I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I do think that what you're saying involves the f- uh, fact of like computers having emotions and those emotions being inherently evil, which is like a whole nother philosophical discussion of like. No, I'm not saying have. inherently evil. I mean, have you ever seen every uh every like futuristic robot takeover world movie? Like yeah. the computers aren't evil; they're thinking too logically, and then it's. And like I said, you're if thinking about desires, then they If they have desires, I'm then I don't the, think the logical piece is there as, as strongly as if they didn't. Like when they don't, they strictly what? think. If you strictly think logically, then I can see what you're saying. But if we're talking about giving them desires, then I disagree because I think that having like desires or emotions affects how you think logically. I don't think a lot of people think logically when like desires or emotions are involved. So I mean, is it hard to believe that computers in one day have like emotions and desires? Uh, I mean, it all depends on what you define as like emotions and stuff. But to me, that's all still a sense of programming, which is based off of like once computers get to a point where they can self-learn, that's fine. But then you still have to program initially, like. Hey, when you notice this, that means be sad. When you notice this, that means be angry. When you notice this, that means be happy. So like all that stuff has to be programmed in. And then that all, that's all defined by the creator. There's and and, like and the creator, huh? And that's what I'm saying. If whether it comes from a program or not, that's not the, that's not the point. The point is they can still um, get, uh, they can still like, learn emotion. It doesn't matter where it comes from. I mean, we learn emotion from, we learn emotion too. We don't, we don't, we're not just born with emotion. We learn, growing up, we learn, oh, that's offensive. Oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to take offense to that. Oh, is, is that, is that someone being nice to me? Oh, I'm, I'm happy about someone being nice to me. We all learn that shit. So it's the same thing as a computer learning what emotion is. It's not to an equivalent degree. Not everyone has, not everyone has the same type of sympathy or the same type of empathy or the same type of like, Exactly, and that's, that, that kind of helps my point. Is uh, are human kids uh, robot the same way humans differ? A uh, uh, robot like all robots aren't gonna be the same. They can mm-hmm. uh, computers aren't gonna be the same. They can differ too. The one can one can just there's gonna be what's one computer that goes off on the tangent and starts <coughs> thinking some fucked up way. I mean, I hear you. I Listen, just... it's, it's, it's gonna get it's gonna get to that point. It's gonna get to the point where computers don't like that. I mean. You may not take over, but it's gonna be a point where they're like independent of 
they can think independently. It's, it's going to oh, get to that point. I, I for sure agree with that part. I just don't agree with the violent killing everyone or thinking they're better than us part. That's all. Same here, man. I'm going to see y'all in 100 years. <laughs> we probably won't be able to live that long, actually, so... Especially if we get, you know, synthesized with computers. Oh, gee. Might that, be able to live I would love that. That's really what should go down, because then everyone will be super healthy. I don't know about all that. If you do what? Like you synthesize with computers to a degree? I feel like it's going to start to eliminate mm-hmm. a lot of, like, diseases, yeah, health issues. Because then you probably can optimize the way your body processes stuff. So you can probably make so it more people have people fast metabolism. Like, you could go... It can go places for real, for real, which would make the world a whole lot lazier. To, to be honest, then that would get rid of the use of reproduction. Why that? Why yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because people live for people still do this. Would you still be having babies? Would people still die? That's a whole that, that wasn't that wasn't really and reproduction would be natural natural desire. Yeah, so I don't so, unless they program the the synthesis like takes that away from you. But I still think there's gonna be like a There'll still be a split for a while before that becomes normal. So, like, let's say that gets introduced. There'll be a bunch of people that say you're messing with God and choose not to do that for a while. Oh, yeah. And then eventually it converges, but that's years and years down the road. So, I still think the reproduction thing will happen, but it'll slowly taper off. I mean, mean, to be honest, we're just getting into um, the area where you can transplant another person's body part to another human. Uh, they're starting off with that with that uh, surgery where they're taking one guy's head and placing it into another guy's body. Did it work? They're still doing it. Oh damn! Right. That so. sounds like some get out shit. <laughs> okay. I'm saying. But um, yeah, we're just getting into that that whole era, so it's going to be a much longer time before you can even decide to uh, start putting uh, robotics into humans because nah, hell, we, we, the, haven't, we haven't even gotten into the point where you can regenerate a uh, person's body parts. We're still trying to get that from... Uh, can you, can from you hear me? Hello? What'd you say? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, we, we can hear you. <coughs> uh, yeah, I'm, like, I don't think it's going to be that long. Just, technology increases like, they, uh, they're going to get to much more faster than well, I mean, there is a rule that. Yeah, it's um, an exponential rule. Yeah, it is. Ex- tech grows exponentially. Like, every year, it's like exponentially like me, better. Like having a, having a computer that can read minds is more amazing than attacking a, a robot, robotic field, robotic. That is, that is way more amazing, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm just more concerned with how they're doing it. I think that's interesting. The only thing I don't like is like. I just feel like it means um, the people that are going to fall for that, your minds are already given up to the government. That just seems too minority reporting for me. And I feel like people think a lot of different things. And if it gets deeper than just like, oh, I, I figure out what you want to type, it could get like really weird. Because I don't think anybody wants to really know. I feel like most people don't want people to know what they're thinking about on a daily basis. And I just feel like that information is going to get sold to the government as soon as you start doing it, so. Just like everything else. But, 
Anything else for decent news? Uh, not, I got nothing. Good, Gramps? Yeah, I'm good. I think I had something that I had posted earlier. This in week, the group? But, yeah, but I, I can't remember what it was. I see something about GameSpot. GTA 5 online. Oh, they got, got this new top down mode. I didn't know if you know people would be interested in it. Yeah. I'm just surprised they're still doing shit to GTA 5. Dude. Yeah, let's, let's, bring, let's put out a new um, game. Uh, I, I guess I the online community is really strong. Yeah. But at this point, I'm tired of the game. Oh, for sure. Once I beat it, I played online for a little bit. It had its moments, but it's not something to play like every day. Like GTA isn't even even a game you should really be playing online. That's no, it is fun online. Oh. Don't sleep. It has Especially a lot like, of stuff in it. Yeah, like the heist thing is was really a good concept. Like when they brought it there, even though they didn't really have a whole bunch, but you can like go and rob banks with a bunch of people online. Like that was pretty cool to think about. I mean, honestly, that's one of the things that people wanted initially in the online mode. Was the heist thing? Oh yeah, because you know, considering how how slick they were in the um, regular story mode or whatever, people were like, "Oh shit, if I can do this online with my boys." Exactly. Even though they wasn't shit though in the story mode. Hmm. Come on, dude. It didn't go as in depth as it really should have. Like that concept of like hiring people and then they could just fucking like die on the job. Mm -hmm. That didn't go much deeper than that, dude. It didn't matter who you really picked. I don't think you would have beat almost all the missions. No, that's not going to change whether you can beat it or not. Yeah, but, but I'm just saying it wasn't as deep as they tried to make it seem from that first heights. I just felt like I was just going through the motions on those. But yeah, uh, we can move on to these uh, chapter reviews. Uh, let's get a whole bunch of these motherfuckers. Let's do this uh, seven deadly sins real quick. Stop this with these. Two fifteen. Um, major points in this chapter. Uh, Diane. Uh, tries to go against uh, Zeldaris, but Zeldaris straight murks her ass, meaning like he just puts a foot straight through her chest. Um, I guess we're getting a hint that she um, is mastered like a dance, uh, like the earth magic dance or whatever Ooh. the fuck, because she like tried to use it against him even though he still just punched her right in the chest. Then we find out that Zeldaris has like the power, he's borrowed power from the Demon King which I think is hinting that he's probably the strongest of the Ten Commandments. For um, me, I don't know if that's the, is that a permanent thing though? Or is that just, was that just a one-time thing where he, he got the power from the Demon King for that one time to beat Ghost go, go, Gauter? I, I, that's what I thought of, because I mean, because we remember when uh, Ben Meliodas attacked him, and he sent to fly it. So I, I don't think he does count 24 seconds. You understand what I mean? I don't think he has the Demon King power every. You don't think he has it like right now in the current part? No. Oh, see. Because I, like I said, like Mary always sent him to fly. Like he he sent them flying. Like he actually when he attacked them, when he attacked them, uh -huh. he attacked the tall one, and then the then the strong one, the black hair tried to help help the tall one, but he still went. And he still got murdered. Uh -huh. Oh, is that? Oh, is that? Um, oh, is that? Uh, son, son, dude. Um, I don't remember, but I feel like to a degree. Yeah, I think I think it was. I think it was the Sun Dude. The, the, the Sun Dude sent both of them flying. Yeah. 
I just think that like he has it, but Meliodas might also be favored by the Demon King in the, to a degree. No, it wasn't Meliodas and Sendum Flying. It was um, the son. What's his name? Oh, Pride Sendum Flying? Yeah, Pride. Yeah, I mean, that's Pride not little. Pride is broken as hell, but I do think that that so thing... Was Pride stronger than the Demon King? Um, With enough sun, I would say... I wouldn't say he's stronger, but... I mean, I think he's up there. Like, to me, I think it might be, like, there might be some caveats to his power, like, when he can borrow it from the Demon King. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't... I yeah, think he has the ability to do it in the current story. I just don't think... I maybe he's not around all the time. No, I'm sorry, he could. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he has the 24-7 just walking around with Demon King's power. Yeah. But, yeah, like, when they brought it up, I'm just like, oh, they're, this is pretty much his power. Like, this is why they brought him up. Yeah, so I guess like how some people like how on the all the they're like what what they call it? They're like special power like how you said someone run from you turn to stone. Yeah. I, I assume that's just part of his his thing. So like there may be a requirement mm-hmm. he has to meet for him to use it, you know? So Yeah. I think so. Um and then after that we find out a little bit more about Dolor and how he was kinda like I guess broken as fuck already that I think I think was interesting that they br- brought that up but uh it, they didn't go much deeper than that apparently there's a whole bunch of magic power hidden in his eye um hopefully that means something Diane could use in some sense I don't really know um and then after that she wakes up because she basically ran away um I think we're finally out of this flashback oh and she kisses King which I thought that was like a W for him finally. Hopefully this means she has all her memories back and we can like stop playing the stupid shit with their uh, story. Oh, didn't she already get him back? I don't she got him back already. Oh, I, I didn't I know. know. I thought she didn't have him back yet. But I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't really been paying too much attention to it. But I hope it means they're like in a like, they're just like legit gonna go together now instead of keep playing around about he kind of like her, he don't. So I, I think it's a weird, weird relationship. She's she too big for his ass. I mean, but, but he can transform his body, and I feel like he, it's, he can transform his body. Mm. But I feel like uh, it, it's also trying to play on the. Um, they like to play on this reincarnation shit, and since Dolor and the fi- the other fairy king were so close, I think that's like the same kind of stuff they're trying to play with, like King and Diane. Like, they're just going to be broken because they're going to, like, have some type of pair combo or whatever. But, yeah. I mean, overall, this was one of the more interesting chapters in this arc, I think. Uh, I'm glad we're finally done with this shit so we can move on. Um, yeah, I would like to have seen Gother's power, actually. Like, what he was going to do in that wheelchair, but we didn't get that either. But, yeah. I'm I gonna, mean... Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, I think it, it left Diana a little too early. But they should have... Yeah, it's a lecture on how to actually fight a name, a name that gets down to the class now. Yeah. Well, all it means is that we're going to see Gother again in his, what I'm getting, so. You think that you're going to see the prison Gother again? I mean, I don't know if it'll be, I don't know if it'll be one in the wheelchair, but it'll be, we'll, I think we'll see him, like, full out, like, Oh, like, real magic and shit. Yeah, yeah, so we're going to see it, I feel like, eventually. Yeah, I agree with that. But yeah, I'm ready to raise it. I would give this one a uh, probably a decent as hell. I think it was a uh, real interesting. Um, it had this little funny moment. 
I think I'm more weighted in on the fact that we're finally out of this flashback and that uh, Zeldaris is a lot stronger than I first thought he was because I definitely thought he was like not the weakest but somewhere in the middle because I was really thinking that um, the guy that looks like an older Meliodas was probably like the strongest in the group but it sounds like they're trying to say that this guy might be the strongest of all the um, Ten Commandments. So, that's me. Um, I give it a decent plus. Uh, I mean, I it is good to be know strong, kind of how strong that, uh, what's the name? Uh, Zeldaris? Yeah, but I, I always assumed, I always assumed he was top two. Like, I always thought he was the top two strongest, um, um, demons. So, I, I, that's already a too big of a surprise to me. And then, uh, um, I, I, yes, I am. Most of the, the rating comes from the fact that we're done with the flashback. Finally, we have to go back to the present, which is probably the most important thing. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. Cool. All right, let's uh, move on to uh, One Punch Man 73.2 and uh, 74. Uh, which I think is like 100 and I don't know, 17 and 117, 18 or something. I don't know. These fucking numbers are weird. Um, at 73.2, we get Siryu um, trying to fight with. Um, yeah, he's trying to fight with Lightning Max and um, I forget, Snake Buddy. Um, he bitched out and tried to run away. That was a bad move for him because he got. Knocked by a buddy who we thought died from eating all those monster cells, but I guess he just came back strong as fuck. So he came back, punched the shit out of um, Siryu. Um, and then basically this guy, I guess, was super cocky since he ate so many fucking cells. So he's just basically sitting around here talking a bunch of shit and beating Siryu to fuck up. Uh, that was pretty much 73.2. 74. We get some more information on the uh, monsters, the monster association's objectives. And basically they have like commanders spread out across the city doing different tasks of trying to convert people to monsters. Um, we get some more information on like another commander called like Nian, who I guess went into like a prison and converted a bunch of prisoners in there. So I'm guessing these will be like some villains that might've already been beaten up are probably gonna come back stronger if they wanna play that. Um, Goketsu uh, is basically uh, talking to that guy, cause I guess he's getting more cocky. I don't know what the fuck, what is this guy's name? I forget. Uh, I can't remember. But yeah, so he was talking um, to him. I think he goes V, right? Yeah, Go is it Bakuto? I forgot. You mean the, you mean the guy that beat Serio, right? Yeah. Oh, I need to get Oh, it's Bakuzan. Yeah. Yeah. So Bakuzan's getting yeah. cocky as fuck because he ate all these monster cells. And uh, Goketsu's basically saying like, "You might think you're strong, but even I'm not that strong, and I can beat the shit out of you." So he thought he um, he thought he was strong. So he tried to go against uh, Goketsu, and then Goketsu pretty much handed him that work. Easy L. Oh yeah, he he made shit out of him. Then he we, hit him with that young Saitama punch. You said what? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then... No, I'm saying, they, they did tell us that Bakugan is, is like, dragon level, right? Yeah. 
He did say so. If Bakugan yeah. is Dragon Level, then Koketsu is like no, they're both the Dragon same. Level. Do I mean? Yeah, they're both the same. Which level. is which is crazy because yeah, which tell you the, the, how how wide the range of levels like go. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. It's kind of like being an S S class hero. And you know, yeah. the person who's ranked 15 ain't shit compared to the one who's ranked number two. Yeah. So that was interesting. Um, also, Sirius ass got fucking. I, I don't even know if that nigga alive. I'm too many years, but he got the shit beat out of him, dude. He's just bodied on the ground. He's flat, man. And then Go Catch just fucking left basically after that. I guess he's done with the tournament. I mean, he basically, but he also convinced, uh, well, he was explaining the whole idea of the. Uh, Monsters Association to Bakuzan. Oh, yeah, yeah, so and their goals and that, stuff. You know, if you just run around trying to murk everybody, you will eventually get killed because those S class heroes are going to end up jumping your ass. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I think I'll probably rate them all together. You guys have anything you want to have? Um. Um, I'm, I'm guessing that Lightning Max and uh, Snake Guy, <laughs> I'm guessing that they are just straight up dead or whatever, because when Suiryu was trying to run away, mm-hmm. they were like, yeah, we're going to hold him off for you. So I'm assuming that he just fucking Smacked the tore, shit tore down the pieces or, or whatever. I mean, I don't, I don't know if they're dead, but yeah, they're on commission for sure. And um, I'm yeah. starting to think Suiryu may become a side of some hero, but how he was, how he was, he was kind of impressed with these guys like, when they wouldn't even run. Yeah. I'm thinking he may decide to become a hero. He's kind of bitch mode though for running away. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he is. But that's why, that's why I'm saying I feel like he's not there. So when he comes out here, I'm be like, damn, these weak, these weak motherfuckers, they wouldn't even run. They save, they like, risk oh, their life yeah. to save me. But so you say he's basically going to have a, a whole new respect for heroes. Yeah, exactly. He's trying to put some secret respect on his name because he was a um, bitch mode distraction. I can see that. that. That's reasonable. But, uh. Was that? But I definitely feel like he's gonna come back much stronger after taking that L. He's gonna realize, fuck, I shouldn't have been chilling all these years. Let me go back to training and, and then just, you know, bulk all the way up. They're probably gonna have. I doubt that they're gonna have a time skip in this type of show. Yeah. It seems like this wouldn't. This is not the type of thing that really would really, you know, warrant a time skip. But he's gonna go through some uh, type of. Too much training. going on for a time skip. You said what? There's too much going on for a time skip. Right. And, you know, and. and it's not really a, a time skip needed for our main character to level up. It would yeah. be if they did make one, it would only be for those other side characters like um King. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like Genos, maybe if he were to woke up and end up becoming like the number three or four uh S class hero or something. It'll probably be some point after uh Stain no, not not Stain. What's the name of the old man? Uh that's the old man? Oh, yeah. uh, Silver Fang? Yeah. Fang? Maybe, yeah, Silver uh, Fang. Silver Fang? Uh, maybe after he got murdered or whatever, there would probably be like some type of time skip in which, you know, the, the new the, the new wave of heroes move <coughs> up uh-huh. among the ranks of the S-Class. That would yeah. probably be what, what the case is for um, a time skip. But uh, I just know at some points, this guy's going to go through a lot of training and, and, and try to get some revenge against uh, the monsters that just murked his ass right now. My question is, do you think that uh, Siryu would have took that L if he was full strength? Yep. Do you still think he would have got murked that bad? Against uh, what do you mean? Monkey Buck? Against who? Against yeah, people like yeah, four arms? Yeah. You think so? Yeah. It would have been that easily? That easy? I feel like he was legitimately yeah, I... tired, but I feel like if he was full strength, huh? he could have gave him a lot more go 
just seeing what Goketsu did to him, I'm thinking that him and Syria were a little I'm bit sure closer. I'm sure it was a better fight, but I still think um, Goketsu, Syria, I mean, would have would have let him work in the end. Yeah. I, I, I do think he could be stronger than most people. Like I, the demon, the cell thing. Oh. Obviously, the demon cell they power you up like. Like, shit, 10 or some shit like that. It's I mean, like, like, I'm not surprised. But I just think that, uh, yeah, I think Suryu could have took him at full strength. I just feel like no. the way he go catch me. You, you think he would off, win? Huh? You think he would, would win the fight? I don't know if he would win for, per se, but I do think he, would, he wouldn't have got like beat to shit like he did right now. I feel, like, he, he, I feel like he was cons- he was like he was getting his ass whooped for like a couple of chapters now. Like the only like yeah, one how- he won was like against that one guy, and then those crows were beating his ass. Then go catch was beating his ass. Like I just feel like he could have. How easy did he beat Bakugan in the tournament? Huh? How easy did he beat Bakugan in the tournament? He didn't beat him. Say time to beat him. Oh. Yeah, so that's not. Oh, say time to beat. So, I mean, oh, so I, I can't, I mean, I can't think, like, I don't know, like, I can't, like, gauge St. Thomas and, um, Bobby Young and Sirius Strike yeah. before he ate the demon jump. Like, they had fought, and I, and then I could say, yeah, but, like, I don't know, he fights St. Thomas and shit. For all we know, Bobby Young could have been almost as strong as Sirius. We have no idea. I mean, he did win a tournament, like, hella times, I guess, but he's at least decent. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm ready to read it. I would give uh, 73.2 and 74 together. A... I'll probably give it a decent sub plus. I think um, it was interesting to see Bakugo... I mean, sorry, Suryu get his ass whooped. And also, just get more details on, like, their... Like, it feels like One Punch Man starting to get an actual plot. Which I think is interesting and rare for One Punch Man. So they're starting to develop other characters, trying to get more detail into the story. And the monsters kind of have a point rather than just showing up. They're actually like our, like there's a reason for them being around. And then there's some bigger goal that they're working towards. So it's going to be real interesting. I'm going to be real excited to see Saitama punch the shit out of the monster game Because I don't, man, I don't, I wonder if he's stronger than Boros. That's what it all comes down to. Right? Yeah. Cause if he's stronger than Boros, we know we're gonna get like we're gonna see Saitama get even more serious. So we might get another name move out of him. But if he's weaker than him, you just know he's just gonna run up and then just like smack him. Slap him across the planet. I'm interested. Yeah, I was also gonna give it a decent detail, just mainly because they're finally giving us more information into the uh, the the. The monster society's goals, what they're what they're actually uh, what their plan is, and, and showing that they actually put in work for it, for this to be, a, be much more successful, as opposed to just you know random monsters just jumping out of nowhere, getting slapped back down into the ground, and and it not having any structure to it. Uh, I guess it's getting to the point where it's starting to tailor toward uh, more of a like Boku no Hero type of um, aspect of things mm-hmm. um, with, within this uh, joke of the show. Shall I say? But uh, I mean, that's the thing. It's the, the, the show is supposed to be a, a, a gag of, yeah. of, you know, what heroes are like. But um, they're definitely starting to pull out more of a serious uh, tone to it. So uh, I definitely uh, enjoy that. 
So decent as hell for both chapters for you. Um, yeah, I, I kind of agree with the thing about how now that I guess they're becoming more serious with the, the show. Um, but I mean, it ain't been serious in a little while now. But um, I think it's decent as hell minus. Uh, I was I was upset that they haven't put a serious lot of that I expected it to be on a top political guest about stuff. And then, just, just to show that, despite how strong, uh, what's, what's the guy, you know, what's the uh, guy's name? Bakuzan or Bukatsu? What are you talking about? Bukatsu, yeah. Despite how strong he is, he, he's saying he still has a lot of stronger than him, so. I don't know, I don't know who's gonna fight these guys. If, if, like, he just got to touch him, like, I don't think the next time he's heroes, and so I think they're strong, but, yeah, just, the process of getting the tightening up the corner of us, that's good. But, yeah, I'm just with that one, like. I didn't understand a word you just said. Yeah, you should probably get closer to your phone, dude. We, we can't understand you. I'm in the elevator. Oh, so it's like, you're breaking up. <coughs> <coughs> All right, can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, I said, um, yeah, they're tightening up the plot finally, not just random shit. So I give it a decent as hell, well, uh, minus. Damn, all right. Um, is it because uh, Siri got his ass whooped? Uh, not really, because I mean, after the optical cat who was there, he was a rap for him. I like, gave up on him. Uh, uh, but I mean, <laughs> even the hell minus is bad. No, I'm just saying you put the minus specifically because something bad happened to Siri. I mean, he did, uh, he did lose respect for running though. You gotta admit oh, that. Huh? He did lose respect yeah, for what? running for running like a little bitch. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he definitely a bitch running. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the A class heroes who get their ass beat on a consistent basis. Was like, well, no, yeah. I'm gonna just hold another L. They had more heart. Yeah. Movement Rider ass would have been there too, getting his ass. Oh, he would have been throwing that bike oh, yeah. over the place. <laughs> I mean, not the problem. He would have fucked that ever. shit straight at Go Catch You, Go Catch You, bro. Like, the fuck? He's like, I think he would get another paying power. Paying quick. Damn, so he would have to get another bike, boy. Right. Um, unless that's his power and his bike is like invincible. Like, go catch you trying to crush that shit, and then it don't. He's like, What the fuck is up with this bike? And then Moving Rider hits him. He gets all intelligent for a second, like, he flips the switch, and he's like, Yeah, y'all niggas were sleeping on me. You thought I was only a C class hero. Little did you know, he's banged. I'm low key and ain't clear. <laughs> no, he's, he's blast. I'm low key blast. I've been blast. Oh my gee, that low key could happen. <laughs> That'd be the ultimate hype, dude. Holy shit. That would be hype as fuck. <laughs> that shit just opened your eyes, oh, right? Yo, if that shit happened for real? If Momo Rider is actually blessed, oh yeah, dude. It's like Tama knew from the whole from the beginning, dude. That's why he spent so much respect on his name. Nah, I don't think that would be the case. Saitama's too dumb, dude. Saitama smells. <laughs> I feel like Saitama like smells strong people. Nah, he. he I feel like when it's actually somebody shit. strong, like when he went against Boros, he got serious. Like his face got serious. Now, don't you? Know what I'm saying, like, yeah, he wasn't. Joking around or laughing, like he was like, "All right, cool. I guess I gotta actually put in a little bit of work." Yeah, because uh, I mean, he never laughed while he's fighting. He, I don't think the Titan ever laughed ever. Nope, ever. 
You don't think he laughed at her? Oh, I don't recall him. No, I don't. He has, he has a, a straight face, a, a blank face. That's it. He never laughs. We laugh at him, and people laugh at him, but he doesn't laugh. Even when he like do stuff with King, he don't be laughing. No, he be serious when King beating his ass in the game. Yes. He's begging King to play again. Yo, how you do that shit, bro? Teach me. Well, rip. Yeah, man, he's the most. He's the the epitome of a stale, of a stale face. I, Epitome. That's what I mean. Yeah. I can't speak. Like, that's kind of like a yeah, big problem earlier. I can't speak. I'm like, they make fun of the simple heroes being serious all the time. So, I mean, that's why I always have that like, serious, serious or still fake. Yeah. Shit. All right, well, let's move on to Fairy Tale 532 and 533. Wait, can we go before that and talk about the fucking cover page real quick? Yeah. Uh, with the cover page uh, showing, uh, first it showed. Uh, Zara from Avis fucking in the water. That was that word, babe. But then it also shows. Oh, I don't. Even, I I skipped color pages. I don't even know. But oh, then it also decent information. But it also showed like pairing between multiple characters on some on a um, on a love notes. So the first one showed um, Natsu and Lucy, kind of like laying next to each other with uh, Happy sitting in the corner eating some shit, most likely fish. It showed, of course, Gray and <clears throat> Juvia. I'm surprised I remember the name, Loki. And it showed Gajil and it showed Gajil and uh, what's the name of that blue-haired chick? Uh, Levy. Yeah, showed them. Obvious. Showed Elfman and Lisana, but then the one no, that no, shot no. Lisana is his sister, dude. Fuck. Um, I forget what her name is, like Evergreen or some shit. Like yeah, that. there you go, there you go, Evergreen. And then so, but pretty much Wendy is Wendy, maybe gay. Uh, <laughs> that's exact same shit that's I said. exactly what this dude said. <laughs> that's the exact same shit I said. But but the surprising one was the one that was hitting on the top left when it showed uh Laxus and Mira Jane. I was like, hold on, what? Can't even see that nigga's They fucking G? Do that coat. <laughs> they fucking so I think I think they alluded at it kind of before I feel like. For real? I uh, maybe in my mind, but I think I I feel like I was a little surprised by it. I don't know why, but I think maybe they made it them. I don't know. I mean, that's probably why he was shook when uh, Rakeem showed up. Or like, oh, maybe you don't even like maybe he just nice her. Like, if he not nice to anyone, no. but back in the day he wasn't nice. Like, he been smiling nice to us for no reason. He been smiling a lot huh? lately. I said he been smiling a yeah, lot. Yeah, he must have got him some. I mean, the pussy's good. I mean, it, of course it's good. She could turn into like a whole demon on this pussy and shit. Like, yeah. come on, man. I mean, on his dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, you had it right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> you petty as hell, dude. Yo, fuck waxes. Damn. Hella disrespect, dude. And of course, it showed up. Uh, well, he can bench more than you at this point, son. Gee, that nigga on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> That nigga on steroids, G. You, you can't, you can't deny it, man. Out here looking like a Toriko character and shit. <laughs> but, all right, all right. Let's get, let's yeah. get to the review of the chapter. So it started off with uh, Natsu fighting against uh, Zero. I don't know if we can continue from there. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so <coughs> yeah, Natsu fighting there. Pretty much there was sitting on Dragon Force, talking about no, that's sitting there strong enough to beat me. Um, then maybe when I came out of nowhere <coughs> to stop it. Supposedly she has a way to defeat Zero, she said. Um, so we don't know what it is, but either way, also he, he found out why Zero is so afraid of Akinologia. Um, and then he said, "What do you say?" 
let niggas be with the, with the most powerful Damn, magic shit. in the fucking world. This man said I can control time and space. And you wasn't doing but shit. I don't know why they're running from Akinogia. Like, you don't know mm-hmm. but... That's just and then, in the end, uh, they're stabbed, not too to the heart. And, um, supposedly he's dead. Yeah, I mean, I of course not, but... He's probably gonna go into, like, power up. shown in rage mode. I mean, but yeah, like, remember, like, when Ichigo got stabbed by, uh, Altiora, and then he went that fucking, um... The demon shit, yeah, the hollow shit. Then what's gonna happen? He's gonna power up. And some of you are the fighting there. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I actually would like to see a Garrett fight between a Garrett and Akulogia first, though. Really? I, I would like to see a fight. Yeah. I mean, I feel like even with Fairy Heart, he still doesn't think that he can take him. Because I feel like if that was the sense, case. Right? Yeah, I feel like if that was the case, he wouldn't need to do the whole remove my immortality plan. He would just need to roll up and, and beat his ass. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I thought so too, but I mean, he could control time and space and like. So but can, I can you probably can eat that magic. I'm telling you. He can eat all magic. He can eat all magic. Yeah, I feel like he's just going to say, well, I can just eat that shit. Thanks. Yeah. And to me, it's just funny as hell to think that. He's gonna kill everybody and just fuck with them for the rest of their lives. Like they'll just be doing random shit and then Acnology will just show up. Kick down the door. Yeah, kick down their shit, beat the shit out of them, and then just be like, alright, I see you tomorrow, I'll bet, and then just dip off. And that shit is funny as hell. But yeah, I mean, um other than that, I don't see how Natsu can really beat uh, Zeri after they just showed the fact that like he can just disassemble himself and reform himself. So how can you even actually touch him if you can't touch him? I think it may have something to do with how, how they uh, rewrite the book, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's it. Which that part is a little confusing too. Like, So this book is like the story of his destiny? Ooh. I don't. I, I I don't know. I I, I look at it like it's kind of it's either program it's just code, and you're gonna all get together and they're making sure. They need to do that shit with Gray. He hella disappointed right now, sitting around not doing shit. Gray, he's a bad character at this point. Yeah, he's hundred percent bad. I'm talking about like Lax is swelled up and Gray ain't doing shit, dude. Lax ain't done shit since he rolled up on that smile, dude. Since he fought that guy with barrier particles. That was the last big fight we've seen Lax this He ain't done shit since then. Yeah, him, him, and, uh, him and Erica's boyfriend fought uh, um, for a while. Who? The soul dude? Um, the they, guy that be bringing people back to life? No, they, no, they fought uh, the strongest guy. August for a while, I think. Him and... Him and uh, oh, boyfriend. when he bodied all the ass? I didn't think yeah, Lax was brother. there. I thought it was just Jalal and, it, and uh, the, the group, the crime sorcery group. I think he was there, but I could be wrong. Uh, I mean, they're probably gonna make it so that Natsu can just absorb anything and have it heal him up or whatever. So they're probably gonna have like all of the other dragon, um, Ultra Power Ranger shit. I guess. Let the powers know. combined. Exactly. They're all just gonna shoot their powers into Natsu or whatever. Yeah. He's just gonna fucking bulk up all the way out of nowhere, and then fight against Akinogia, take him out, and then go against Zerif, and then just somehow 
kill him or take away his powers or some shit. See, that's the thing, though. I wish that, um, basically, Derek told him, like, dude, if you just picked a side, you would have been able to beat me. Because he was like, you would have been better if you just turned into a fucking dragon. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I'm going to stay human. I'm like, so you're telling me that if he just picked whether he wanted to be a demon or, or a fucking dragon, we would have had this, this fight would have been over with pretty much. Or he would have just murked everybody after exactly. he killed Zerif, though. Who? That's him. I, I still like, I still feel like Echnologia would have beat his ass, but. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, but if, that, if the, but if that's the case, then Akinola, <laughs> you might as well say Akinola can kill Zero. Oh yeah, I mean, he can. He just can't because he's immortal. No, but his goal was he was saying that Natsu would have been able to kill him. So, uh-huh. if Natsu would have been able to kill because, him, and yet Akinola still would have been able to beat Natsu, then by I mean, he's in, so I assume. I assume being and has something to do with it. And then also like he had like well, it's already gone now. Remember he, he had the the dad the dad shit of, of uh, his fire dragon and god. You talking about that dragon he was riding on or whatever? Huh? That dragon that yeah, was yeah, on fire that he rode yeah. on? His uncle? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean I think he still has that in a, to a degree. Cause I think that move he pulled out was like one of the moves he pulled out when he first rolled up on uh, Zeri. That Blaze King shit. Mm. I think that's what he named the yeah. move when he said, oh, I got like, this secret power to beat mm-hmm. your ass. So. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I'm ready to rate it. I'll give both of them together. Probably a. Uh, I'll give him a decent. Damn, alright. <laughs> Go ahead and so why you giving it. I'm going to give I'm gonna give it a decent minus. Damn. I give it a decent plus. I'll be nice. I give it a plus just for um, how broken Fairy Heart is. Even though I don't really like, um, I really like how it all rolled out. Show was kind of dumb. And I'm hoping that the Spirit King is coming, dude. But whatever. I mean, what the fuck is he gonna do? I don't know. Open up the ravines of time, dude, with his hands. Well, that, I guess that does make sense considering that he can control space and time, though. There you go. So, if the ravines of time were to remove you from existence, but you can control time itself, then you'd be able to battle that whole force that's going against you. Movable object going against a unstoppable force. Concept. Who's the unstoppable force? Spirit King, I guess. Well, How the movable force? Force. Hmm? Which who's a movable object and who's the force? I guess Zero in this case is now the unstoppable force, and the Ravines of Time is a movable object. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that. What is that? Yeah, he's both. Pretty much. He's just a black hole. Damn. Yeah. He's I mean, I know black hole. We'll call him a black hole. Time things yeah. <laughs> huh? Like whatever their plan is for the ravines of time, it's not gonna work. Like that's too anticlimactic for them to be that familiar. That's that's definitely not gonna work. Somebody's I'm, gonna, thinking, I'm thinking he may fucking huh? Somebody's gonna get sucked into that shit. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking somebody will, but they won't forget that. I think he may try and eat that shit. Like why can't he eat that? It's magic, right? Why the fuck can't he eat it? Yeah, I mean not to go too deep into this, but this is my problem with predictable shonen is that like. None of this holds weight because you know that's not how it's going to end. 
So even as she's saying yeah, it, saying, you're like, like, I know this ain't going to do anything because I know how this is going to play out. Like, you know, the main character got to be this. But I mean, shit, this is all a, this, I feel like pretty much. Yeah. If anything, I feel like they're, they will open it before Xavier goes to do his stuff just to remove the possibility that the Ravines of Time is going to help in any way. Like, they're going to try and do it and it's just not going to have an effect on Echnologia or he's going to eat it or whatever just to remove that piece so Xerif can't even accomplish his plan anymore and it's just like we just don't have to kill you here and now kind of shit I mean the best best thing to see happening is if the Ravine of Time weakens Echnologia that's, that's the best thing I can see happening to him to mm-hmm. weaken him to the point where like like a, a joint effort could actually beat him but other than that it's not going to do shit yeah. You're broken as fuck. Alright, let's move on to uh, Boku no Hero 135. Uh, one second. Chapter is called The Unpleasant Pub. No, what's that point? The Unpleasant Discussion. And which. Uh, how does it start off? Everybody's in uh, Night As Office or whatever. Um, the. I guess all of the heroes or the uh, <coughs> high schoolers that have had some type of encounter that um, relates to the uh, investigation that's at hand. So basically, Night Eyes uh, giving everybody a um, basically telling them why they're all there and uh, and and basically what their connection is with uh, with the investigation that's going on with overall and essentially, you know, basically. Um, Red Riot, him being able to uh, block that bullet um, that was shot at him, with that they were able to determine what was inside the bullet that that took away uh, what's buddy's name? Uh, Sunny. That took away Sunny's power. Woo! He has his powers back though. Yeah, because I definitely thing. thought he lost his shit. That's definitely good. Boom. I mean, but his power was damaged somehow. I don't, I don't understand how that works. Yeah. But his quirk was somehow damaged. By the uh, by the venom or serum, the blood shit. Yeah, that that that, that got shoved into him. So that's going to be some type of uh, that's going to definitely take place somehow in the future with how your your quirk can be damaged. So they'll probably uh, make it so that you know you can't activate it as well as you always do. Maybe like it's probably going to be like Mirio is going to be like he's probably going to get shot by it at some point somehow, mm-hmm. and then he's going to get into a fight later on and he's going to try to activate the <coughs> quirk, but it's going to say nah, bro. And then he's actually going to get hit and probably yeah. spiked off by overhaul or something. So uh, that'll be fucked up if that happens. And it'll be dead. Be oh, of course, of course. But um. But we also learned that the bullets that were shot into Sun Eater that took his power, what was inside of there was blood and cells, in which they now suspect that the blood and cells were of Overhaul's daughter, in which also um, placed the importance of Deku and Lamillion, aka Mirio, because they actually had probably the best opportunity to bring her away. In which, while uh, Night Eye is talking about this whole thing, these two are getting sucked more and more into this hole of regret and pain and and uh, thinking, why the fuck didn't I do anything about this? So, um, as we get more into it, uh, we also realize, well, we also learned that two of those two giant monsters that were fighting each other, they were 
they, they're part of organizations that uh, that works in, uh, I guess, uh, in a deal with Overhaul's, Overhaul's group, in which uh, they suspect that Overhaul is, well, which is how why they suspected that Overhaul is creating these bullets and selling them out to all of these distributors who are also selling them then to, you know, small gangs and organizations and so forth. So that's basically why uh, Bogle, no, not Bogle Girl, but um, Gravity and Froppy and, and other chick, why they're in the mix with that. And uh, essentially they tell us what Overhaul's power is in which he's able to, what was it? Uh, if you guys remember. It's a thumbnail, he assembled on deck. Right. And that kind of fucked me up because I'm starting to wonder if somebody's dead, can he bring them back to life? Does so, assemble and reassemble? Yeah. yeah. So that's going to be something uh, interesting to, to think about in the future. We can probably uh, find find somebody uh, who gets murked potentially by uh, by hand face buddy and which uh, overhaul just is like, you know what, I actually needed him, so let me just bring him back to life real quick. Mm. So that could potentially be some broken shit, low key. Don't sleep. Don't fucking sleep. But, um, but we, at the end of the day, uh, we see <coughs> Muriel and Deku saying, you know what, fuck this shit. Next time we run into them, we getting shorty back. Because uh, we can't go. And I believe that's basically it. Unless there was any other details that you guys felt like I should have pointed out. Yeah, so the one thing I want to bring up is the fact that um, uh, they have a, basically a Find Me a Hero social media or whatever the fuck. Where they can um, go and request heroes for specific missions and stuff. And that's how he got a lot of people to come there. So I just think that was an interesting concept to introduce. Because now it can explain how... Um, Basically, like, you can find, like, a specific hero for whatever mission you need to go on. And I'm sure Night Eye was, like, he gathered the relevant people, but then he was, like, okay, we're going to need, like, somebody with this quirk, this quirk, and this quirk mm -hmm. to help. So I thought that that was cool. Uh, it was also interesting to see that he had another sidekick there. Um, though we didn't get too much information about him. He seemed like a pretty humble guy because he was, like, yo, I'm just a lowly sidekick, but I got to drop some facts on you. The um, Santa Peter is his name. Um, and then the only other thing, there was another thing I want to add. Oh, we got this black guy who I kind of wonder what his power is. Um, oh, okay. the, the guy who was telling the kids that they shouldn't be there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it was interesting to kind of see the dark side. Like, even though to me it still wasn't that dark, it was, it was nice to know that, um, they still, those heroes, the young heroes have a long way to go because they really haven't experienced anything with like real weight. Like them losing that girl is like serious because they don't know what the fuck could be happening to her. Mm -hmm. She could have been being like beaten up and all types of shit and they had a chance to save her and they didn't. And it was just like, yeah, this is some shit that real heroes have to deal with on a daily basis. It's not all just like, oh, there's a building falling down. I saved everyone in there. Like, no, sometimes you have to take like an L or whatever. So. That was good to see. I fuck with my man Fat Gum and that explanation about um, Eraserhead's power versus the Quirk. Yeah, that was that was probably the most interesting thing in the chapter to me. Yeah. 
I mean, honestly, I was I was kind of confused by that. I didn't think it's because they dropped so much detail on us, which I also was interested that it. I don't think they ever talked about it being called Plus Alpha, but I just know that All Might always says yeah, Plus Ultra or whatever. That. He does. Yeah, Plus Ultra is like his um, catchphrase or whatever. Like right in the very beginning, like that when they were seeing him on TV, he'd always be like Plus Ultra, like that's the shit he would say. So I'm like wondering if they're somehow related to this plus alpha thing. Cause that was just really random. Like that, I don't know why they called it that, but maybe it's just like a higher level of court or maybe he just says it because he just feels like saying it, but. Well, plus alpha would just be like some type of spells that, that cause you to, to uh, generate some kind of court. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I'm definitely, I just like this this chapter just gave us so much detail on like the setup for this arc and then just even kind of the world like that hero website thing was interesting for me and I liked how we got um they didn't keep us guessing what overall's power I'm glad they like I don't know how the fuck he figured it out I'm guessing he like because he's been around for a while somebody figured it out a while ago and he just pulled the information but it's nice to know what the fuck overall's power was because I was hella confused for like a minute and I think his his daughter's um, ability kind of plays off of his power. I do kind of wonder what her mom, what who her mom, her mom is. Though. Like, who the fuck did he fuck to um, get that kid? <coughs> That's it for me, though. Well, I'm assuming that most of what has to do with her power it comes from him being able to disassemble objects. But hers being the power to disassemble quirks. Yeah. That's where I felt like that's where I felt like the connection came from. But I do think that there's um a fusion that happens. At least and this just basically going off Tokodori's power. Like it seems like there's a fusion of quirks that happens from um, mother and father. So maybe the blood thing is is lending from her mom's ability or something like that. I don't know. But the damaging part to me definitely was like a relation to uh, Overhaul. Also, I thought it was weird that his quirk's name is Overhaul. Like, and that's like technically not his villain name. They just said his quirk's name is Overhaul. And I was just like, oh, okay, well. All right, I guess that's how people name themselves now. <laughs> I mean, do we really have a lot of names for other quirks though? I've never seen nobody named in the story based off their quirk, where they like name their quirk and that's also like their villain name or what they're known by in the story. I can't really recall quirks having names. Much. Exactly, that's what I'm like. Yeah, quirk, no, I think quirks have names. All, is it all for one or whatever? Oh, you're right. Quirk? Yeah, I mean, all for one is the name. Quirk. No, but I'm saying like, most people's quirks didn't really have names to them. No, like if you um, like you know, on the chapter, like you know, the sometimes they give you over summary of summary of like certain characters. They usually name their quirk on those pages. Like if you, you're right, because they like what's his face? This thing is called like hardening. Like yeah, they give him a they give him a name. Yeah, I mean they don't say it in the in the chapters usually, but they they have names here. Yeah. yeah, it's just that some of them simple like Bakugo's is explosion. I'm looking it up right now. <clears throat> but 
that overhaul name okay, just I guess that was probably when I was binging through all the fucking chapters and it just, you know, went right past me. Oh, yeah, and even Eraser had his thing, the Eraser, whatever the fuck, which I think was a weird ass name. Yeah. Okay. The more you know. You ready right. to rate the chapter? Yep. I'm giving this one, I want to give it a lit, to be honest, for all the detail I got. But uh, I'll be unbiased and I'll give it a decent as hell plus. Um, yeah, it was just a really satisfying chapter. Um, especially for one that's like a setup. I don't think I've read too many setups where I was like so interested in what was going on. Because there was no action in this chapter at all. It was just them talking about what his power was, giving the background, and setting up the motivations for all the characters like going forward. So I definitely feel like the black guy might come into play a little bit more. He might be paired up with one of the younger heroes just to like poke fun at them some more and like tell like give them more advice about like the difference between being like a some dude in school and being like a real hero. So that's me. Decent as hell plus. Uh I don't think I'm ever disappointed when they get into more conceptual information with Boku no Hero Academia. So uh I'm, that's definitely a huge plus. They always um get into whatever information that makes you think makes you wonder what the hell is going to happen to in the future of this show like how is this information going to play and uh how can i try to remember this information and predicting like how it's going to affect relationships between characters or or how somebody's going to defeat another character in the end given this given this information that they just learned or you know basically how somebody's going to end up dying or potentially even coming back um during the show or you know um how uh, a person might end up switching sides like the reason behind somebody switching sides and so forth seems like there's a lot of like background information that you have to try to uh withhold within within each of these chapters which makes it um makes it so much more important so uh with this i definitely give it a decent as hell Um, I'll give it a decent as well, minus. Like, there was a lot of, like, there were a, few, like, a lot of things that, like, like we got an explanation of the Razorhead's quirk. Uh, we finally know Overhaul's quirk. Um, and then just the faces on, on Jacko and Bob Boy when they seen, when they figured out what was going on, that was, that was, that was, that was funny as hell. But yeah, I, uh, give it a decent as hell, my. Alright. Let's move on to uh, One Piece 863, The Consummate Gentleman. Three consummate chapters in a row. How far can you go? Bars. <laughs> and don't you fucking call me, uh, what's the name for that shit? Who wears it? Lil Yachty? No, yeah. Call me <laughs> fucking Lil Yachty. So, um,. <clears throat> With this chapter, we they give us a quick little flashback of what happened before the wedding, which basically confirmed, yes, they did put a fucking mirror inside the cake, and which Luffy was like, yeah, bro, put this shit up in there, and I'm gonna just bust out, and I'm gonna grab all of these different items, since you know that Brulee has this power to uh, change everything into, well, into having the image of whatever she wants it to be. So, of course, he goes and grabs all of these different random items, he's like, yeah, Change all, of me, uh, change all of these little motherfuckers to me and we can run it. So it um, jumps back forward to the current events in which, once again, there's a bunch of Luffy's popping out all over the place. And uh, Big Bird is like, oh shit, bro, this is big news. He's taking pictures all over the place. I'm, like, I'm loving this. Big Mom's angry as hell. 
but uh, on page seven, if you look at the bottom picture where there's a bunch of Luffy's popping out all over the place, you can peep a little somebody jumping out amongst the crowd of Luffy's, <laughs> in which uh, Mr. Good Guy is very disappointed in. I fucking loved it because you, you gotta love how important it is to, to pay attention to details within within a specific chapter. You guys noticed that uh, during that one Toriko chapter when Wazza was, was, was spinning that hand around. Always look for oh, details. What? what are you talking about? Brooke hopped out of the cape with all those Luffy's. Did Brooke? Yeah, if you go to page seven, seven you and you see all the Luffy's jumping out of the cake, look on the right side and you will see Brooke amongst them hopping out. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um... But uh, from atop the cake, we see Sanji grabbing a uh, pudding. Talking about, yeah, I got you. Just come with me real quick. Uh, we go to Amandor, who's thinking, oh, that fucking opera. That bitch lied just to save his own skin. Luffy actually is alive. And which uh, we see that Big Mom is seeing Luffy for the very first time. She had no idea what he looked like. But uh, now she's going into a whole little frenzy. And when she goes over to her shelf's like, life or cake and they're like big mom chill you know we can't make a cake right now and she's like you know what i bet let me get this life about you she takes that from him and big bird is like oh shit i'm loving this snap 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 so he was getting a straight hard on hell yeah he was this motherfucker about to get rich he just won a lottery off of this shit oh, for sure. so um so we go into the uh, mirror world and we see that they were just releasing the, the final luffy's and we see um Nami, Chopper, Carrots, uh, Jimbe, and what's his name? Cheetah Buddy. Cheetah Buddy Pedro. Yeah, Pedro. They're all like, all right, that's everybody. Let's let's roll out. In which they they're like, all right, um, Susan, the last thing is up to you. And then they're just straight talking shit about him, like, oh, this dude's scum. He's the worst or whatever. And he's over there crying like a little bitch, like, yo, I'm gonna make, I'm, I'm gonna prove myself. Fuck y'all. In which. Um, Big Mom's looking at all of the Luffy's like, all right, which one is you? Which one is you? Which one is you? Which is kind of disappointment because you you probably expect that she'd be able to have some type of hockey to see yeah, which yep, one is the yep. Luffy. I was like, what the fuck, bitch? But, but she was confused. Confused my ass, motherfucker. Don't you and Yako, everything you do is supposed to be at the next level. At least that's that's my uh, my expectations for you. All she is is an older Jewel Bonnie, dude. I mean, that's how you want to picture it. <coughs> but, uh... So she's going around asking, all right, which one is you, motherfucker? In which uh, Capone is like, come on, you stupid ass. Ain't no way he's going to actually reveal himself for you. He's over there trying to um, cause chaos. And then on the next, very next one, Luffy's like, it's me. And fucking Capone is just completely shocked out of his mind. That shit had me dying. And uh, Big Mom's like, all right, I'm going to kill your ass. And then Luffy's like, oh, there's the portrait. He uh, gets ready to, um, to attack. Capone talks to his son, like, yo, he's about to do that shit, get ready. And which, right before he unleashes the attack on the, uh, on the portrait, Smooth, uh, Smooth Dogtooth whips out a leg attack, which looked very strange when you see it, because it looks like a big-ass cannon or something. I literally thought Luffy put out a new move. It looked, it looked like a fucking bullet bill hit him in the face. Oh, That's I thought it, it was like, like a gear third move from Luffy with hockey. That's why I was like, really? yeah, first, it took me a while to process Cause I was like, did he just expand like all of his like body parts to try and make like a bigger thing than I saw was just to attack a portrait attached to his leg? 
I, I mean, I don't know. I just thought that's usually what Gear 3 Luffy looked like. That's the only time I've ever seen something hockeyed up and big was Gear 3 Luffy. So I just didn't, I just didn't know. Because clearly, I think that there's, unless you guys disagree, but I thought he's hockeyed up, right? No, Luffy? No, Dogtooth. That move he did on him looks like it's hockey around. Yeah, it appears that way. I mean, it should be considering that, you know, a regular attack wouldn't really do much to Luffy. Yeah. But I mean, he, he didn't really attack him anyway. He just tried to strap him. I mean, he did. He, he did technically attack him because you can see on that on that page, blood is is being spewed out of uh, Luffy's face. So he definitely smacked the shit out of him when he did this. Mm. But uh, when he when he kicked Luffy, uh, Big Mom had to put some disrespect on Dog to his name. Like, yo, don't be trying to protect me, G. You ain't nothing but a little weak ass son of mine. I can protect my own self. In which he was like, nah, Big Mom, you got this the wrong way. This motherfucker was was getting ready to attack your portrait. He would have he would cracked that shit and, and broken it in half, and then she would have been and, and as a response, Big Mom was like, "Huh? How the fuck you know about that? How you know how important my uh, my portrait is?" In which, in which Jinbei runs up like, "Bitch, it was me." Rumors go around, so I told his ass, and uh, Capone was like, "You a real nigga?" And uh, and then uh, Big Mom's like, "Oh, so you decided to betray me, huh?" He's like, "Yep, I'm getting about this. I'm getting about this, bitch. I'm about to join Luffy's crew." And she was like, well, since that's the case, um, I guess that means I got to fucking take some uh, life from you. And he, and he's, of course, agrees with it. So she hits, a, hits his ass with that uh, life or stay. And he's like, life, bitch. And uh, nothing happens. So she's like, huh? Then she says it again, life or stay. And he just sits there looking at her ass. Nothing Nothing comes up from his body. None of his soul starts leaving from his body. Everybody's like, hold on, what the fuck is going on? He's not scared of her at all. In which, that's when people realize that you have to be fearful of Big Mom for your soul, well, for her to be able to steal your soul from, from your body. And, and uh, Jinbei then puts down a cup of hockey, she no, um, sake. And he's like, all right, this is me uh, leaving your leaving your crew. Uh, thank you for everything, but um, I'm about to dip. Luffy's like, oh, hell yeah. That's my boy right there. Big Mom steps on that shit, smashes in the half, and she's getting ready to punch both of them with uh, Prometheus and Zeus. That's her name, right? Mm-hmm. And which my boy, Brooke, that had slides in out of nowhere like, huh? Crack! Fucking smashes the portrait in half, and that's the end of the chapter. I loved it. Perfect end of a chapter too. <coughs> even though, even though this guy, uh, Mister Good Guy, hates it. Fuck that Brooke shit. I loved it. Um, so one thing I'm gonna say is that if that's really the case, that a uh, big mom can only steal souls from somebody that's weaker than her. Not weaker, scared. Sorry, that's scared of her. Yeah, yeah. Um. You're not beating any of the Yonko unless they're scared of her, like because they're scared that she's gonna try and fuck them. Like that'd be the only time she can really take their soul. But I mean, I, mean, if Kaido I never run up, he that. beating the shit out of her. I always assumed that her shit wouldn't work on Yonko anyway. I I, I never thought that he walked with the shank and it take twenty years of his life. I never once I never crossed my mind at all. I didn't think she could necessarily slap hell of you. Well, I thought she would be able to do it. He'd just be able to dodge her like hits, like when she was trying to do it. I just thought he'd be like, she might catch him on the arm and get like a year or something, but he'd be like, bitch. Or just be like, no, no I, I didn't even think I'm that. finna die tomorrow, G, so what are you gonna take? It's too broken to work on like a young girl, so I, I didn't think it would work. But to me, it just makes her, like, it drops her power level down significantly because it's like, 
My thing is not only are the Yonkos, but probably like their second in commands are not scared of Big Mom. And even like, like Kaido's crew are just a bunch of hard niggas. Like, he leave them motherfuckers in force, like surviving. So I don't think a lot of the top tier niggas in his crew are even scared of Big Mom. So that shit wouldn't work on them at all. Like, yeah, I don't think it would work on any top tier niggas. I mean, but you like, still beat the I'm gonna laugh, but that's all she gotta fall on, like you know what I mean? Just like that's all Kaido has to fall on, beating somebody's ass. Uh, Kaido got a fruit, man. Don't sleep. But he's, he's still using it to beat your ass. No, but I mean, like Big Mom's like potential is from this power. Like I don't think she's a good hand-to-hand combat fighter. I think she relies a lot on this. Like I think if somebody was on her same tier strength-wise, I mean, but you literally have to be not fighting her in order for this not to work on, in order for this to work on you. What do you mean? Sorry, clear that again. If you're just standing there, yeah, th- th- it'll work on you if you have some type of fear. But if yeah, you're yeah. literally trying to fight her, it's not like your fucking body, your soul's going to leave from your body while you're trying to fight oh, her. I thought she used it as like you. a, like, boom, light her hands up and was just like, all right, cool, smack, 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 like, taking niggas' souls that way. Like, I didn't think it was that much of a, oh, you got to sit down, I'm just going to take that shit away from you. I thought she used it in, in incorporation with whatever her fighting style was. From what we've seen... It doesn't appear that anybody who's fighting, trying to fight against her, uh, it doesn't seem like she's taking soul from anybody who's yeah. actually trying to fight back. <coughs> put it that way. So you think she'll be able to take shit from Luffy? That's sad. No. That makes this fight like so much cheaper, dude. But I mean, but that's unless the thing. she got she something does, else in her pocket, I mean, she's not supposed to be trying to kill him. And Luffy's fucking taking away his life force anyway every time he uses his. Uh, Hold on, you, you say you think she could take it from Luffy? No. But I'm saying that Luffy's moving life life force anyway whenever he uses his gears. So Is he really still matter. doing that? I don't know. Did he like master the something? It still puts a toll on his body. Everything he does puts a toll on his body. Mm-hmm. Especially when he uses too much fucking hockey all over his body for gear four. Um other thing I would say is that um and that's low-key why Roger died earlier because he put too much toll on his body. That's another discussion. Dogtooth power is kind of stupid. Um, and... What's the last thing? Oh, it looks like the the Jinbei death flag shit is probably not going to come into fruition. So, I think he's actually going to officially join the crew. So, we'll get to see that. Um, You're disappointed that he's the one joining the crew? Me? Yeah. There's nobody in in this whole so like arc that I want to join the crew or shipping because they yeah. all look stupid. Who else fuck. could it be? Well, some people, a lot of people, uh, supposedly wanted Carrot to join the crew. These niggas with the feet. I swear, every One Piece arc, gee, there's a theory of whatever like the tag along chick is yeah. that she's gonna join yeah. the crew. Every female like, gonna join the with crew. The, what was the girl before in the Gladiator arc? The one with the pink hair, they did it with her. They did it with uh, Vivi from uh, Crocodile's Ark. Like, they do it every time. Like, it's not gonna happen, people. Like, stop being stupid. (laughs) It's not, like, they're gonna provide zero value to the crew, dude. Like, we already have Nami. They needed another fighter. That's it. Huh? They needed another fighter. They, like, they can't. They are three strong niggas. Yeah. No, two and a half strong niggas. You just can't be walking around in the new world with these fuckboy ass crewmates. Like, come on, man. Yeah. For two niggas fight, not at least they got three strong niggas. Yeah. I mean, I could see a nice pair with Jimbe and Frankie, though, to be honest. I mean, this does that fuck could up be some whole, good shit. This does fuck up the whole trio sense, though. Really? Because I really see Jim, Jimbe being stronger than Sanji. 
Here we go, man. I yeah, we do. That whole hockey <laughs> shit we did, though. I can't see Jimbei doing that. The who? I think the hockey what? shit that uh, Asaji just did was the hype that I needed to know that, like, maybe he's not as strong but as you yet, also couldn't but see, the potential. But there. you also wouldn't have, wouldn't have been able to see Sanji saving Luffy like he just did, though, right? I mean, yeah, but I do feel like Jimbei has a, I'm going to say white privilege bubble by white privilege. I mean, like, he walks around with this respect bubble that protects him a lot, G. Like, a lot of people respect Jimbei, like, on both sides. So they, like, cut him a lot of slack when he does shit. Not I even feel that, like I've noticed that I in too many arcs, like, even with the ace shit, like, even though he was betraying the Marines, they were still like, we still fucking respect you, Jimbei, so we're, like, not going to go as bad on you. I mean, what is fighting for? Like, in my in my opinion, at least, I I'm like hundred percent sure Jimmy is stronger than Sanji. Only thing is, like Jimmy is not gonna get stronger. Like until the end of the series, Jimmy is gonna be the same strength he is right now. That that's how I look at it. Uh-huh. So like Sanji is gonna get stronger. Like Zoro's gonna get stronger. Luffy's gonna get stronger. But you think Zoro is stronger than Jimmy right now? Uh, I can I can I can get comparable if you like. Sorry. I think Zoro is stronger. Huh? Do you disagree? I don't know. Yeah, I, don't know. I feel like I don't have I mean, enough information. Like, it wasn't my thought of the process. No, but I feel, I feel that, but I'm just saying. Huh? You have theory of like the different ranges for different characters? Yeah. I, I think Zoro and Jimbei are in the same range of strength. So what's, what is Jimbei's rank to you? I mean, I don't I don't know what, the, what, what you call him. Because right now, yeah, like, like right now, Luffy's a rook. That's pretty much uh-huh. it. Luffy is a rook, probably. Somewhere in the rook range. And then what's, what's like right under rook? Huh? What's behind but the rook? I say, I say a knight? A bishop? A knight or a bishop? Be like high mid tier rook? Huh? And then Jimmy and Zoro are low tier rook. So you think that uh, Sanji is a knight right now? Or a bishop? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. He could be a high knight, but he's definitely, he's not on Zoro's level, not at all. You're saying Zoro, Jinbei, and Luffy are all three rooks. Yeah, different classes, yeah, they're all rooks. Above above rook is like the queen, though, Mm -hmm. and then king. So, like, Cracker was a, um, I think we were talking about it was like a mid or a high rook, I believe I said he was. So, if you're saying, like, Zoro's also like a low rook, I think that Luffy is somewhere in the lower mid rook range, but yeah, he's fine. definitely not a high rook. Luffy could be a mid rook. Luffy could be a mid rook. Zoro could be a low rook. Zoro like a high knight or something. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. I just let it play out. I can't make any statements because Oda hasn't given enough evidence to either side. I just, we've seen so much of what Zoro, like, we've seen Zoro do so much stuff casually that I think it inflates our belief on his strength. I, I agree, but I mean, I always had to believe that Zoro was stronger. So even even if Sanji is is a rook, Zoro is so stronger. I mean, I and definitely then, I definitely like agree with the fact that Zoro is stronger. What I don't agree yeah. with is how much stronger. I think that's where the the argument is, like how mm-hmm. big of a gap there is between Zoro and Sanji. So do you, okay, do you think Zoro is closer to Luffy than Sanji is to Zoro? I don't know. That's the thing. But I, I want to say that I would think that Zoro and Sanji should be closer to each other than they should be to Luffy. Because if that's the case, Luffy. then it's like not... It's just weird to me. Like, Luffy should yeah. be overwhelmingly... Like, 
nobody really should like Luffy should be able to take any of them one on one and easily beat them to me. That's kind of like the way I see. Like yeah, they should give him a go, should give him some scratches, but it shouldn't really be that much of a tie. But it seemed like Sanji and Zoro have always been competing, so I always wanted them to be kind of close. I do, and I I do no, that up until there's no evidence the- of Sanji's strength right now, and then Sanji doesn't have like a dream that allows people to really put respect on his strength. That's like the whole, I think that's one of the biggest reasons is that Sanji's goal is like not anything major. It's like, oh, I want to find this. I mean, so I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't necessarily like look into that goal thing. Cause like, I mean, I just look at it like, he fought his God, Lord. He, um, he was young, but like, yeah, he couldn't really fight back. But I do feel like you would put more respect on his strength if Sanji had a goal like, I want to be the um, strongest, like, martial artist, like, in the world or whatever the fuck. Like, if he said some shit like uh, that and his goal like that, I think you would not sleep on his strength as much. No, nah, I'm not sleeping on Sanji's strength. Is that I don't think he's powered up yet. I It's going to happen. It has to happen eventually. I just don't think it's happening yet. So, like, how, like how uh, I guess, Zoro had the training all the knee up. I mean, so he has that. So it's, it's kind of unfair. Mm-hmm. But... So when Sanji, whenever Sanji gets whatever he needs to power up, yeah. he may have gotten it. Like, I, like how you said, like how he dodged the bullet, he may have just got it there. I don't know, but I don't. It's not. It's not the dreams that I, I think is It's just the fact that it's, they like they talk to me and they go. I always look at in any lobby power that was the game the the um the villain. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's that's consistent, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, all I'm saying is I'll move past this one because I think this argument could turn to a black hole. But um, no, I'm, I'm done. Nothing to say. I would uh, also say that I don't really like that um, they put respect on. Like, I don't like that this Yonko arc was the arc to put respect on, like a character like Brooks' name. I feel like that could have been done in a different arc, or like in the Don Flamingo arc. And then I feel like when you're going against Yonko, like you should be focusing on like the top tier characters. I feel like Sanji has gotten almost no respect this arc. Um, Luffy has done like bare minimum. Could this not be proof that there are even more important arcs than something as such as such as a Yonko arc, in which that will stro- develop other characters? Who's more? stronger than Yonko's right now? Like, what's more? No, it might be might be might be something to do with the Goro say. Might be something to do with the Marines. That, I didn't see that, but I just feel like when they all came back, like if you're going against Yonko this soon, you should be trying to put respect on like the rest of them. But again, I, I just don't that. like. They're not technically fighting Big Mom. Big Mom like, just only felt like away. such a joke. Like that's my whole problem. Like this whole shit just felt like a joke. I don't like the characters. I don't like where they look. Dogtooth, who I fucking put respect on his name, now he has like this stupid like mochi power. Like I'm just like. I'd rather just go to Wano, to be honest. Like, I'm I'm over it. The Capone shit was interesting, but it's just all, like... This is, like, the part of Oda that I think splits his fan base. Like, there's the people that like this, and then there's the people that don't read One Piece specifically for this shit. And I'm one of those guys that don't really like this shit. Like, that was the heart. Like, the jokey-looking characters, like, all that other shit. That's a lot of... I feel like that's a major player in why some people don't read One Piece or don't like it that much. Tell me if you want something that's 100% serious. No, I just feel like in, in the shonen genre, uh, I just... If it's supposed to be serious, take it seriously. Like, 
Big Mom's a Yonko, and I'm like, well, I'm broke. not scared of her. I don't think that like any of this shit really held any weight. That's all. I mean, this is supposed to be a funny. Well, I'm gonna be serious, and I'm joking at the same time. I'm looking at it from my own perspective versus the perspective older put it in. I'm just saying, like, it doesn't matter if you guys are all interested in it. That's fine. I'm just saying, like, this shit bored me. Like, I'm gonna be hyped when they do Kaido, when they do Shanks, but. So, I mean, it's awesome. 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 I'm sure you guys, in perspective, when we go through all three of the arcs, think... you're going to say that this is the weakest. I agree. I don't think there's anyone who can really say, like, they love this arc. I don't think that there's anyone who would say that. Like, it wasn't, like, this wasn't that good. Big Mom's crew wasn't, wasn't like, that good. Like, her, she hasn't done anything. You need to think that she's good. All she has these clouds, these two cloud motherfuckers, or the clouds and the sun guys, but they, they seem kind of weak to me, so. Okay. Yeah, the hat hasn't done shit. That's the only person I'm waiting on. Who? The hat? She hasn't even, like, mentioned his uh, name. Who? I guess that's, like, when, when she actually goes one-on-one with whoever she decides to fight, or that's when she's probably gonna, like, pull it out, because since it turns into a blade or whatever, like, that's when she's right at. She's so do you... Do you guys still think that, do you think they're going to be able to kill Big Mom? Who? Nope. Or take her out? Do you think they're going to take out Big Mom? Like, the phone's time? Nope. I want to say yes, though. Because I feel like Dom is going to fuck it up. And prevent her from being killed? Yep. I just don't, I don't feel like she's necessarily going to die, but I really find it hard to see her being a Yonko still after this, yeah. Because basically what they're doing is gonna remove so much respect from her name. Yeah, like I just So I think it maybe maybe the like the the bird guy and they say something in the news and then like people are gonna lose respect for Big Mom and then people are not gonna be afraid of her anymore. So I feel like light powers don't even work anymore and shit. I don't know. But. I think you also gotta think about Blackbeard dude, because he's an assassin dude. I feel like he might be he, like there's some people who below he just pop up and murk her because it's like oh, so like taking advantage is, of the distraction and like, all they gotta do is take out her portrait and yeah. everybody's just gonna be out at her head now. I can see that. Not to mention the fucking Vince monks are assassins after all, so yeah. they probably come back probably like two years from now. Fuck her up. I, mean, I, just, no, I, I don't. Now that they broke it, I don't even know how she's gonna react anymore because the thing was just. <clears throat> Just touching it fucked her up. So now that they broke it, this should be like permanent damage to whoever Big Mom is as a person or character. Yeah. Like, and maybe she's not gonna physically die, but it'll be a death in that sense of like, she's not the same person. She'll just be a regular vulnerable, per- vulnerable person now. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, for me, oh, you about to read it? Uh, I was going to say, I guess this seems like a way to kind of vary the ways that you can beat these different Yonkos, because if it was all about just No, nah, I don't like it. Listen, Gene, listen. Because if, if it was all about just being strong as fuck and then just taking them out, just using pure strength, kind of gets, you know, saturated or whatever, because it's all about, oh, get stronger, get stronger, get stronger, get stronger. But this also, this, this changes the different ways that you can try to beat somebody or whatever, instead of just pure, pure strength. So that's that's kind of what I appreciate a bit more about about how they're going with this. It's not 100% predictable. I wish as, as, you, as you could say from any other manga, or whatever, where it's just let me just fight this person and 
either my my battle strategy or my strength is going to take this person out. I wish there was more strategy behind it. I get what you're saying, and I think they already did that with the other ones because they said like uh, when they were talking about the other Yonkos, they talked about like different um, supply routes they have. So with Big Mom, it's like candy. Um, Shanks is alcohol, and like Kaido was like um, the basically the smile drug or whatever. So it's like your way, even though you're not strong enough to beat them, you can get access through to them by fucking up their different channels. So I think that's what um, Kid and them's plan was before he got fucking murdered. And then like clearly Luffy's issue with Kaido is now specifically based off the smile thing. And his original problem with Big Mom was fucking up their her candy uh, route. I just wish that they played on that more. I mean, the Mother Caramel thing was a nice convenient excuse for them to be able to beat her. But I do kind of like, my thing is just seeing the end game of the story. I feel like Luffy and them need to be as strong as a Yonko to really like yeah. to complete the story. So to like beat Yonkos in like these cheap ways, it's like, I feel like you're not getting the strength or the power boost you need to really like be where you need to be at the end of the story. And I don't know how else they're going to yeah, get it. I'm sure they'll make it up in a different way. And three, it's not like the, um, Luffy's doing it. It's the whole plan in general. Like, so once the whole leaves, like, they need to be strong because they, they, they like, one piece, I mean, Luffy's crew, they're not like a bunch of smart ass thinking motherfuckers, to be honest. Not, like, Except Sanji. Not. <coughs> Even Sanji, like, I mean, I don't think he's gonna outsmart well, he's, he's someone to be Kaido. Like, be Kaido, you still have to be strong. You can't outsmart Kaido. You have to be strong to be Kaido. Like, like, yeah, it just, yeah. it just doesn't yeah. happen. I don't, and, and, I don't and, watch One Piece. I don't read One Piece for, for, for thinking. I watch One Piece for, for, for like, since we know that that's, that's true, why make it the exact same thing with how you beat Big Mom? So I appreciate that, that, that they're putting in different tactics of how you can beat this Yonko. Kind of like if it was a video game. If you had to do the exact same shit to beat every boss in the yeah. fucking video game, it would get boring. But if they, no, see, that was mine. But like, what I, what I don't like, I don't like the, the caramel picture thing. Like, that's bullshit to me. If, if they just had a good ass plan to beat her, I'll be, I'll be fine with that. I don't like the idea that you bring the picture like and she's incapacitated. That's, just, that's like an article. She's incapacitated for how I am along. You can, she, she suddenly, you can suddenly like beat her. I don't, I, I don't think that's like, that's not really, that's not a good plan. That's just like, Lucky, you have to get lucky that some shit like that happened, you know. And I'll let it slide for Big Mom, but like it, it'll really suck if they like if that's like a thing with each one of them in some kind of way. Like, no, but that's yeah, funny. I, exactly. I don't expect that to be a case for yeah. every for every young. I mean, and I agree with it's that. just it's, it's it's something that's very unique with how you'll be able to surpass each young. But, but do you not? Did you not feel like when they introduced the Molly Caramel thing? Like that was a heavy ass pull for them to be able to get over this hurdle. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I felt like. I felt like he was like, oh, I entered into this Yonko shit too early and I need a way to get them out of this. And that seemed like the strong, like it just seemed like it came out of nowhere. The way the way I took it personally is I, w I was thinking it in the, in the shoes of somebody like Big Mom per se, in which you have somebody who's trying to be strong as fuck or whatever, but they know that they can't keep up with everybody until they find this ultimate as uh, ace card that puts them at a much higher <clears> level <throat> that allows them to be in this case like a young girl or whatever mm -hmm. and which the only way for you to be beaten is if somebody uses your your ace in the hole to to take that up and then essentially beat you I feel like it's kind of like you're basically um, what's the word you're 
you're taking somebody's hacks and then you're basically breaking that shit down and and, and using that as a way to basically defeat them. I'm, I'm thinking that she's essentially cheating cheating the game of being a pirate and then they're saying, no, nah, let me just take your fucking cheat out and whatever and make you a regular player again. That's, that's kind of the way that I'm thinking it, which makes it a bit different in terms of like how you are, uh, how you're defeating somebody. Yeah. They're using cheat codes and you're coming in like the fucking video game police and said, no, nah, let me take your fucking cheats off. You can be a regular player and then you can get this, come get these hands. So would you be okay with this if they use this in Kaido's art? Like, let's say they beat Big Mom based on strength alone and then they went to the Kaido art. And Kaido was like, yeah, I got this picture of my daddy. If you break it, I'm weak. No, I'd, I'd rather it be for Big Mom Chase yeah, as compared to Kaido. Yeah, you would be pissed off, right? Or you if, would... You if, it was Kaido, if it was Kaido, I'd be disappointed. Exactly. But seeing it as Big Mom or whatever, and, and, her, and her whole situation is not as serious about, you know, murder and everything and... and and total destruction and all of that as it is for Kaido. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it's more befitting for it to be in Big Mom's case as compared to somebody like Kaido or Shanks. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it just I'm looking at it from the, the point of what a Yonko means. And the fact that none of the other Yonkos are really gonna have a fight like this, so it's just like you know, this ass pull is just Yeah, I I agree with that. Annoying. I just would have preferred. I understand that they can't be Big Mom, but I think he could have played it better. So what would you have done differently? Differently, yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of like. So the the KY launcher thing doesn't make sense to me just because I feel like when have you ever seen anybody strong get hurt by bullets? Like that already put disrespect on Big Mom's name to me. Like anybody strong in One Piece getting hurt by bullets, like already. It just didn't even, like, when they brought up that plan, I'm like, oh, okay, it's cool that you found a way to beat her. But I'm just like, it just put more disrespect. Who's hurt by a bullet? I'm just saying, nobody, you can't imagine it, you can't fathom anybody strong in One Piece getting hurt, like, oh, yeah, a yeah, plan yeah. like even, that actually. Even, 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 even in the weakened state, yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. already blew me. So I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know how they could have done it, but it's I think it could have been itself. better as a, like, get in get out situation and like maybe they had a serious yeah. fight with one of them to get off the island but exactly. not like maybe not even interact with big mom but like have a serious fight with dog tooth just to set expectations of how far they need to go and then they somehow find a way to make it off that would have been fine with me that means like, yeah. you'll come back to big mom later and then we'll see a serious fight there but to me i think big mom is done after this arc and it just is disappointing that that's what's gonna happen it, to you I would have uh, preferred if they kept it like, like a like a stealth like a stealth arc as they first said it would be. If they had just kept it as like like you said, maybe in with the two But if they had just kept it as a stealth arc and then the only person is the freaking out of a young girl thing, that would have been better. But I think it's just too early, like for them to even like take out big mom. If they just kept it as oh we gonna sneak in, then on the way out we fight one strong person just to gauge the strength of strong people. That would have been perfect. Yep. That would have created, created a huge plot hole because Why? you can't just go up in there and take Sanji about it and sneak out because, once again, if you fuck up that wedding in any way, Big Mom's crew is going to make sure that you're somebody you love that's going to end up at your fucking doorstep of nothing, as nothing but a head. So how is it not going to happen now? If they were to take Big Mom out somehow. Well, at least bring her down mm -hmm. in status. But my thing, the plan was already to kill judging them like that's what you found out so I, they would have still been able to get out with no problem 
Because her whole issue was about, like, she didn't even want the marriage to really happen. She just wanted to fucking kill John. And event smoke so she can take their position in that, um, in the world. So really, Sanji's only there because his, his parents forced, like, Judge forced him to be there. But, like, he really doesn't have any... Big Mom won't do shit to him if they left. She'll go after the Straw Hats. But she was sense? already after him. Exactly. And if... So the story would and, and if they were to just sneak in and sneak out or whatever, that's, once again, putting some disrespect on her name. Even even more disrespect on her name. Even And in front of, you know, Big Bird and all these other people, and they're going to spread the fucking word and be like, yeah, these regular pirates just came in and successfully fucking fooled her or whatever. Oh, see, I think, like, what... fuck with her rink, and then she's going to be like, no, I got to get some revenge. Yeah. And next you know, fucking heads at your doorstep. Oh, see, my, my confusion is, I think, like, if you think about it this way... All right, she she still wants to kill Judge and them, and then that means like okay, I just want to take that position away from them. But then Sanji figures that out and is like, all right, cool, I'm gonna help y'all get out. So they still are able to all escape. Then the Vince folks can defend defend themselves because they already have the Germa. So Big Mom is not gonna take the time to really go after in an all-out war being a Yonko against Judge and them. It doesn't make sense because if she did that. Kaido or Shanks will immediately be like, well, she's weakened. Let's fucking take her spot. Like, Kaido was already ready to do at the war. Kaido was ready to move on niggas at the war, dude. So I think he would have moved on her if, like, I'm saying that the risk of the retaliation risk that you're bringing up, I don't think it would have been relevant in the self sense. Yeah, um, I think he would have been able to make it up just fine. If they, if they were to escape, it would have happened before the wedding anyway. So it wouldn't have been a big, it wouldn't have been a big girl, have been there. None of those guys would have been, it would have happened before the wedding. Somehow. Like if, I thought if Sagi wasn't being stupid at the beginning, I think yeah. because of the case, he wasn't being a bitch, I definitely think they could have escaped. Exactly. It's stupid. But yeah, I mean, are you guys ready to rate it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I give it a decent sale. I really enjoyed this chapter. The whole comedy of Capone being shocked by how foolish he is. Uh, how Brooks slid in smooth as hell at the end of the chapter and broke the, broke the picture. Um, the respect that they put on Jinbei's name, being a real one, uh, in the face of Big Mom. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna give it a decent. I mean, I appreciate the Jinbei respect. Um, I really am disappointed in the dog tooth ability. And the Brooke thing, it like, I get the comedy of it. I just, it's just very anticlimactic to me that he did that. So I feel like it just took away the investment that I had in the chapter. I just like, you're joking around with a Yonko, like it just doesn't add up to me, but I give it a decent. Um, I'd actually give it a decent too. I mean, I, just, I don't have a problem with the Brooke thing. Like, I mean, I was going to expect things like that. But it's overall, I mean, I don't... I guess it's a combination of all the things I don't like in the arc. Like, it's... It's... It was just... It was in the I wasn't a big fan of it. A lot of silly things that... Like, when it comes to playing with Yonko, I mean, I get it. The one piece of jokes you think to this extent, I don't think they should be beating a like beating a young in a jokey way. It should be 
at least more serious and take it more seriously at least. But so yeah, he's doing a decent. Yep. All right, uh, MVP of the week. Bro, there's a lot of options. I knew he was gonna get to him. Um, shit, I, I might put it on Lexus, dude, because I don't know what the fuck this nigga was doing in the gym, bro. I don't know what the fuck this nigga was doing in the gym, because that he had fucking he's bigger than Elfman, G. Nobody's supposed to be bigger. Than That's crazy to me. So yeah, I'm putting that respect on uh, Lexus thing. I don't know what the fuck he did. <laughs> Oh, hmm. <coughs> Airfield, no. One Piece, no. That Promise um, Neverland chapter was decent, too. The what? Promise yeah, Neverland. Yeah, I'm trying to think that, no. Yeah, if anybody in that, in that chapter was decent. And Black um, Clover. I thought uh, Norman came back for a hot second. Yeah, I mean, I, I was too excited. I'm like, yes, yeah, like it's still alive, but... No, I'm starting to think he might be dead or captured at least. Yeah. Uh, MVP. Who deserves MVP? Uh, I'm, I'm going to give it to Jimbo. For not getting his soul taken? Huh? For not getting his soul taken and officially joining the crew? Yeah, yeah. So... I mean, better than Brooke, I believe, so. Oh, did, did anyone in, in, um, in Black Clover deserve it? Um, uh, they didn't really do anything big, uh, this chapter. They just set up, like, um, they're, I guess they're about to have another tournament, so you can see how strong other Magic Knights are. Because the Emperor oh, yeah, is trying to yeah, start yeah, these yeah. Royal Knights or whatever. <coughs> oh, yeah, and then... I mean, you can always yeah, put respect on the like, Magic Emperor's name, though. But. Or the Sorcery Emperor. Yeah, that's a good... That's an every, every week, though. Pretty but, much, but, yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna go with Jimbe. Alright. Cool. Alright, that's it. We done. Peace. Yeah, we actually... We actually got through this pretty quick. Uh, uh, yeah, I think you're right. That's in two hours. Yeah, we we'll started at 2.30. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Hour and 40 minutes, yeah. Alright. Peace. 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 Yep. Alright. We done. We finished. If you like what you heard, subscribe and follow us at the Decent Podcast on SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter at TDP underscore podcast. Send us an email at thedecentpodcast at gmail.com. And search us on YouTube at The Decent Podcast. Bet. Man, that's gonna get something to eat. Protect the elite, the plain one. That's too much stuff. Hermes in it, aim. That's too much stuff. They let me know before I was famous. I had too much stuff. Automobile blow now. That's too much stuff. That's too much stuff.